Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. coffee black y'all got anchor yet anchor is for podcasters you ever thought about starting a podcast anchor is the app for you it's free to download and gives you all of the information and the tools in order to start the conversation you want to start and even allows you to tap in with other people who use the anchor app have those conversations podcasting is growing pretty soon it's going to be an overcrowded space you should probably get in before the getting is good jump on before the podcast get too hot never know get out there and start the conversation download the anchor app today the google play store Let's talk about it. Yo, my sleeper section is changing platforms. No longer will I be posting my my sleeper picks to Spotify or creating new playlists there. Going forward, the playlist for the sleepers will be linked in the, the description of this show. If you like what I do, if you like the music that I, I uh, put out, correlate if you will, and check out my sleeper section playlist available on YouTube Music. It's easy. Click the link in the description, turn in. Good afternoon, good night. Kick off the black fire in the kitchen podcast. Uh, episodes coming out a little later than usual, but uh, you know, life takes you in a direction sometimes, it makes you a little busy. Sometimes you start to forget about your hobbies, you know, uh, in trying to better yourself and trying to achieve more. You lose focus on some of the things that make you or make life a little more enjoyable. Um, you know, and you start to loosen your grip 
on the things that ground you to reality. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm going to do a better job of, uh, you know, fitting this into my schedule, into this little bit of time that I get to myself during the week. But um, how y'all, man? How's everybody doing? Uh, shout out to the first time, last time, and long time listeners. Uh, anybody who's picking this show up for the first time, shout out to you. Um, welcome to the party. All my long time listeners, anybody who has been tuning in uh, regularly over the course of this journey that I am on of self-improvement and enlightenment and encouragement and growth. Uh, shout out to you as well. Anybody who is on a similar journey themselves, uh, shout out to you. Um, I know it's hard to focus on yourself when the world continues to go on around you. And sometimes you need to sit down and take a break. I'm allowing you to take that break. and You should allow yourself to take that break. I'm giving you the confidence to know you can just chill sometimes. Sometimes you ain't got to always keep running on your, running the wheel, or participating in the rat race. Um, I also know, man, sometimes uh, our eyes are bigger than our stomachs. That's something my grandma used to tell me all the time. You know what I'm saying? When I was a kid, we'd go out to restaurants or we'd go to uh, Burger King. I never forget the first time I heard it. Um. Burger King had uh, Junior Whoppers on sale. And it was a two for, I want to say like two for two dollar deal or some shit like that. And I seen the deal, so I wanted it. And, you know, my grandma told me straight up, your eyes are bigger than your stomach, boy. You can't eat two burgers. You know, and me being who I was, you know, I had 100% confidence that I could. And I never finished them. <laughs> and my grandmother was the type of person that uh, you know, you can't waste no food. You know, she she keep things too long. If uh sometimes the shit go bad, she keep it so long. You know, and I I guess that's probably a symptom of her upbringing and a symptom of, you know, having less <clears throat> when she was younger. You know, they hold on to things a little longer than they should. But anyway, you know, when I didn't finish that second burger, she wrapped that some bitch up and shoved it right up in the refrigerator. And she told me the next time I said I was hungry, that's what I was going to go eat. You know, and in that moment, it was a realization that sometimes, you know, your appetite could be larger than your ambition. Or your ambition could be long, larger than your your stamina. You could want so much for yourself and, you know, having such high expectations and in reality you could be setting yourself up for failure. You know, maybe you're not ready for everything that you're heaping on your plate. As Americans in our society, we have this idea that achievement means doing more doing more so you can get more. You know, get in a better job so you can make more money. And sometimes when we go on and we take some of those things upon ourselves, we're not necessarily ready for 
all of the things that come our way with that increase in pay, with that added responsibility, with that added exposure. With, with that check comes more expectation. I need more out of you now. I expect you to do more and go beyond because I'm paying you more. And a lot of times when you when you think about it, the pay you receive for doing more isn't even really equivalent to the work that you're doing. And you should know that already. I think the best thing about this year is the workforces are starting to understand the power that they have. For a very long time, we felt privileged to have a job. But now so many of these establishments are screaming out for us. The only problem is they don't want to compensate you for the time that you spend in their building, building their dream for them. I hear over and over and over again, yeah, man, there are a lot of places hiring. If you don't want a job, you know, if you don't have a job, you don't want a job. Well, I don't want a job that is going to abuse my labor. Yeah, I want to work. Yes, I want to earn money. Yes, I want to feed my children. Yes, I want to feed my family. Yes, I want to pay my bills. But I don't want to destroy myself while doing it. I don't think it's fair. I think, you know, I have to I have to look at it a certain way. Now that I've achieved as much as I've achieved, I have to also remember that this is something that I at one point in time I I was asking for, I was begging for. I, I was screaming for this responsibility at one point in my at one point in my life. I believed that this was going to be the solution to all of my problems. Having the power to make adjustments, having the cachet to build a team and to mold young cooks in the, the next wave of of industry folk. Well, at one point in time, this is my dream. This is what I, I thought I needed. So it's not lost on me that, you know, now that I've been I've achieved certain things. Things start to... The perspective has changed. The closer you get to the top, the more you realize it's, it's... It's just more of the same. You know, it's just one less hand on your shoulder pushing you in a direction that doesn't seem right a lot of the times. A lot of the old ways are still around. Man. A lot of that old school, don't talk about your pay shit, still exists in the world today. A lot of that passed the buck. <clears throat> you didn't do this, so I'm not going to do this attitude still exists in this industry, man. And it's very sad. I think... 
people who play team sports should transition into the service industry. Because only people who play team sports understand the mentality that is needed to be successful in the kitchen. There has to be a responsibility and a duty and a loyalty to the man that is next to you in order to thrive in that environment. It's hot. It's dangerous. You can be burned. You can be cut at any moment. It has to be a well-oiled cohesive machine in order for us to do what it is that we do. I like to think about it like football, like on the field, if I don't block my assignment, the man behind me could get hurt. They could take my quarterback out, need my quarterback to score touchdowns. As a running back, I need that quarterback to hand me the ball so I can do what it is that I need to do. So I have to trust that the man in front of me is going to do his job. If I can trust the man in front of me to do his job, then my job is easy. His job is easy because he trusts me to hit the hole the way I'm supposed to. The receivers trust the quarterback to get them the ball if they run the route correctly. If I read the coverage right as the quarterback, my receiver does his job and catches the ball. We score touchdowns. We put up points. We're the star. We all get the glory. At the end of the day, we win championships. People move on. Sometimes they go to college. Sometimes they go to the pros. But if everybody does their job, we all eat at the end of the day. And it's the same way in the kitchen environment, man. If everybody's holding down their spot, everybody's holding down their square, the prep man is doing his thing in the morning, the dish man is doing his thing at the end of the night. We get our cu- our cups, our plates, our, 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 our silverware out. If my man on the flat top is serving out them burgers like he's supposed to, if my man on the charbroiler is getting out them T-bones like he's supposed to, everything's tempted up, everything's timed right, them fries is hot, fresh, and steamy, I got good customers. I got happy customers. I got happy servers because the servers is getting their food on time. They're getting tips, so they coming back making my job easier. There's no misrings. There's no arguments. There's no beef about something that is out of order because if I'm always on point, you can't be mad at me for the one time that I mess up. At least that's not how it should be. the team environment, man. Team sports, that is a perfect dynamic or a perfect transition into a kitchen environment, dog. No, I didn't play major sports. I played four years of high school football. You know, and I moved with the understanding that doing my job, we all go eat at the end of the game. High school football team won a state championship. One of the first in our little small town's history. That to me says enough. And understanding that, I also understand that 
Everybody isn't meant to lead. You know, we all, uh, we all aren't meant to be put in a position to be a leader. Some people just aren't built for it. That's not a character flaw. You know. It, it just is what it is. It's unfortunate. Sometimes we get caught behind people who shouldn't be leaders. You know. And as a leader, you know, or as someone who is in a leader posi- leadership position myself, I have to ask myself daily, am I really the leader that I believe I am? Nor do I really have the ability to keep people engaged. Am I doing my best to get the best out of my people? Do I really have the cojones to make us the best team we possibly can be? I can train myself to work my way through exhaustion. I can do everything I possibly can to be the model for a line cook or a chef, if you will. But if I can't, can I, can I instill those values in the next generation? How do I reach uh, how do I reach this era? These kids are different than we were. You know, it's it's hard to mold them sometimes. It's hard to keep them on task. I don't know how to relate to uh, 18 and 19 year olds, man. I just look back at all of the chefs that I worked for, all of the mentors that I had coming up through the ranks of this kitchen shit and I <clears throat> you know I wish I could call them and, and you know and give them the praise that they deserve now in hindsight you know this is difficult man it is hard to reach some of these kids I feel like my uh, old man shaking his fist at the sky <laughs> it's because it's like, yo, like, I grew up on merit. I respected those who stood beside me and grinded as hard as I did. So I'm wondering if these kids will see, you know, I'm willing to go all the way to the limit with you. I'll blood, sweat, and tears it out with you. you know, I hope that creates this environment that, you know, we, we in this shit together. And shout out to those who are, you know, working around me, who are aspiring to be better. Yes, you want the money, but do you want the responsibility that comes with this? (coughs) And these aren't the questions that I... These are the questions I should have asked my younger self. (coughs) These are the questions I should have been asking myself when I first got in the game and I thought I knew everything. Like, do I have it all? 
Am I ready for this? The only way I know is if I continue to try to do my thing, man. Like, can't second guess myself. Gotta will my way through it. Keep looking up and understanding why I do this. Keep putting more food on my plate. I gotta eat it. Yeah, man. Um. I guess that's all I got this week. I don't know. Shout out to the, shout out to anyone who has continuously worked throughout this entire COVID situation. I don't think those people are shouted out enough. I don't think they are represented enough, but you, my friend, survived a financial crisis on top of surviving a global pandemic that killed 700,000 Americans. You're a warrior and I pray that you are compensated for your sacrifice. That's it. Love. Tuning into another episode, Fire in the Kitchen Pod. Follow us right now on Facebook, Fire in the Kitchen Podcast, all one word. You can follow me personally on Instagram at OG underscore Philip the First. See you next week. <laughs>